Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Six feet with the brown seats and the power windows. Light brown with the hundred thousand on the audio trunk space now my new case comes wherever I go new wheels waterproof seals at the wash and blow proud true Toyota Weird new song from Mac DeMarco, and we're uh, we're here. We're started. We're making a show right now. We're put, on. Put that filthy phone down, Zuckerman. Zuckerman is showing us dirty pictures on his phone. A picture of my Evo too. <laughs> yes, dirty. We're in the we're in Moise's backyard. Uh, we won't say where, an undisclosed location on the tennis court. I just Everyone's came off. invited. <laughs> yeah, come on down. I just came off the tennis court. Moise just took a lesson. We're here with our uh, our pro, Ron Booth, the champ <laughs> of the West Side. Wearing an Alfa Romeo shirt, I might add. He right is. On. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, automotive theme. Look at that. <laughs> oh. And uh, we've already had a great Sunday. And we're hoping your guys are going to have a great Wednesday. We've got a little show for you today. We've got a little short show. A little tiny show. Everybody's off in, a, in different directions. We're, you're going skiing? I'm going kinda? skiing. Why? And there's, there's still snow. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't it's it 80 degrees yesterday. Yeah, well, it's going to be 60 degrees and lots of snow and Big Bear. So you know what I couldn't figure out? and We couldn't figure out why the kids weren't going to school tomorrow. What is, I, I what, can't remember either. I don't know. My wife just, says, there's no school Monday. Ask your friend if we can use the cabin. <laughs> Jonah, can we use the cabin? Yes. Okay, we're going skiing. Is it a Jewish thing that I don't know about? It's not a Jewish thing. Okay, is it another thing? It's another thing. This is how we do the show, Ron. What do you think? Yeah. It's unbelievable. People people actually tune in for this. Right, right. You know, the only place that the Alpha Montreal said Montreal was on the ashtray cover. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. That's my yeah. trivia for the Alpha Montreal. I've driven them. They're wonderful cars. Yeah. Well, nobody can hear you. Yeah, you're anymore. not on mic. You're yeah, not yeah, on yeah. Mic. <laughs> as much as I'd like to do a show with you. The listeners would kill me if I started doing Spike's Tennis Radio, which I'd like to do. <laughs> I'm more interested in tennis these days than cars. Bye, Ron. Uh, we'll see you tonight. Well, the Montreal, that's a car you should be thinking about. No. Alpha Montreal. They made they made less than 4,000. 2.6 liter V8. It's just a sweet little car. They you drove though, one right, Spike? I think I did. I think I remember them being a little heavy and a little slow, but but they're no, lovely. I mean, you know, by seventies standards, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, by my standards. Oh, today. by Spike's standards. Yeah, they're hey, great. sound amazing. Did you? No, not really. I mean, it, it, we were. You know, I've been talking a lot about uh, with our other friend from New York about cars. Vintage cars need to have flow. Do you know what I mean by mm -hmm. that, Zuckerman? They need to have a flow. A 356 has flow. Everything's linear and it makes it's sense. linear and you let off the throttle, but it flows. It moves. So, cars like that sometimes don't have the flow. They're, they're a little jacked up. I they're, think the, they're a little I, staccato I, when you let off. This one's bizarre when you let off because it has each cam it has four different length camshafts because mm -hmm. each camshaft runs a different accessory. So like one camshaft spins the distributor and one spins the air conditioner. So they're all it has four different cams. It's really it's the diabolically sound. complicated for no 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 a, a not so special car. No no because you just get the camshaft. There's camshafts. It's not complicated. Maybe they will be in the future. 
How many Montreals were made? They, they always thirty nine hundred, but they always hover at That's a certain, lot at a certain price range. They never catch fire. They'll go from eighty up to one hundred twenty and fall back to eighty again. Beautiful car. I mean, you know, I, Marcelo I Gandini designed it, it like right after he designed, right before I should say, he designed the Countach. Was the car? He, I think he was the car he designed before the Countach. Well, killer car. Killer before car. you start writing to us and telling us that we're wrong, <laughs> you Montreal owners, we'll we'll drive one. Because we're, we're just dri- guessing. I, yeah, I've driven. They're, they're, I haven't driven one lately. I, I haven't driven one it. ever. So I should. I should. My comments are not based on any any foundation. Look, oh boy. Uh oh. Now Maurice Here comes trouble. Our friend Maurice is coming down. Please go away, Mister Burns. If, and if the listeners wonder what he looks like, he looks like a Moroccan version of Mister Burns. He's going to say hello for a second. It, hand him the microphone. It's kind of sideshow. Hold on, hold on. Everybody has been wanting to hear what Moise sounds like. Say hello, Moise. Hello. <laughs> in the hospital he can't hear you Zuckerman, Zuckerman is asking where you're born where were you born hold on hold on Zuckerman is look it's like raw meat has been yes. tossed in front yeah, of him yeah. come on, come on tell was, us, goodbye goodbye come on Mo tell us about growing up with it in Morocco Okay, forget it. <laughs> well, there it is. That was Moise, and we're we're here in his lovely. We didn't we didn't say where your your yard was, or what, we, we. I know people might show up, but it is lovely here. It's very five, five can, Rodeo Drive. <laughs> that is not the address. Don't go. No, you should go to five hundred five Rodeo Drive. Let's not do it. Let's talk about the new Range Rover, which I am in. Have you driven this yet? I have. Yeah. Um, it's the brand new Range Rover. Yeah. Which is the, the, you know, something everybody gets excited about. Yeah. They seem to get more excited about the interior of the Range Rover yeah. versus the rest of the Range Rover. Yeah. Well, but, this one looks so much like the last one that you kind of got to be a geek to spot the difference. If you're just an average consumer, it's like, oh, there's the Range. You know, it's kind of like how, how 911s look to normal people. It's just another Porsche. But this new redesign is amazing. Oh, it's I think really it's amazing. Yeah. And I, I love the way the exterior looks. I love the way the back of it looks. Um, I'm almost with you on the back, but everything else is oh, the back fantastic. Is really, what makes it? I mean, these cars I really can ruin it for you if you want, but I won't. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think it, you can. If you look, it's all curvy and beautiful, yeah, and then there's yeah. a, there's a there's two right angles, just like it's a manufacturing thing, and it's just kind of like it's two squinches, two squinches. I like the squinches. Okay, okay. It's you know, it's not for me because I don't. I, I owned one first. That was my very first Land Rover. I had the Range Rover, and it was always. I always felt like it was too big for me. But when I'm popping my family in it, you know, you yeah, close the doors, size. you can't hear anything. All of the electronics are working perfectly in it. It's got that big tailgate that kind of opens up. Land Rover, one of the few companies that knows we also want to close it with the button on the key. Right. You know, not just open it. Right. We like to close it. It takes care of you that way. Right. This one has the 395 horsepower engine, same engine, I think, as the the Defender. Yeah. It needs the bigger engine. The I V8. would definitely be getting the V8. I will say, I drove the V8, and it's just, you know, just because I think EVs have made everything seem relatively slow. Like you expect the V8 to be this big monster, and it isn't. Right. So it needs like the next iteration of the V8. It but needs I, like the SVR version. I don't. I don't think so. I. I just wanted a little more power. That's all. Everything that I used on the highway too, all the adaptive cruise control, it all. It all. You know, it, these cars. A couple of folks I know saw that I had it, and they had Defenders, and they were going, "Would you make the switch?" And I. And I said, "They're not." the same thing they're totally different ideas one gives you that that off-road vibe yeah right yep. almost a pickup truck vibe a, a dude vibe or you you know if you're a girl that likes to what? yeah the other one's a luxa barge right yeah it's yeah like yeah. you get in and you're putting on a suit and you go out to dinner and it takes care of you right it's never gonna see any off-road I mean, that's what people always said about the range rovers that's the only car you could show up with it filthy to the opera yeah. and you'll still get valeted yeah it's like oh it's how it's supposed to look but it's you know yeah. it's tremendous it was, you know, it was very easily assimilated right into my life, just yeah. perfectly. Okay, you know, so there, there's my endorsement. I love the thing. I'm going to drive the sport Did next. Did you hear? Yes, I was getting to that. Okay. Let me announce it. Here we go. The reason. Weird. Yeah. Some. <laughs> yeah. Then right in the middle of this, suddenly, hey, did you see this? British car giant Jaguar. Land Rover has confirmed that the original name Land Rover, which has been used uh, with the off-road legend's inception since 1948, is being discarded. What? Zuckerman, your reaction. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on. (laughs) 
The range of 4x4s will be sold with standalone nameplates, meaning vehicles including the Range Rover Defender and Discovery will lose the 75-year-old Land Rover branding. Land Rover will instead be used as an umbrella trademark. I don't know what that means. While the famous green oval badge will appear on grills... The name will no longer prominently appear on on the front of retailers. That's baffling, idiotic, <laughs> and will be undone in two years. They're, I think they're already <laughs> trying to walk it back. That yeah. last part might be true. Yes. Here's the issue. I'll just tell you the issue, right? Uh, what kind of car do you drive, sir? Oh, I drive a Land Rover, Range Rover, Autobiography, SV. And they think that's confusing. So now everything will either be a Range Rover, a Defender, or a Jaguar. But let me... But, but Hold if on. If I may... By the way, it is. Yeah. You just heard me do it. I went, yeah. oh, Land Rover, Range Rover. I could also just say I drive a Range Rover. That's what people say. But you can't, you're taking away the thing History. that I love. I mean, it's like the Rolling Stones. We're not going to call them Rolling Stones. We're just going to put the tongue out there. People identify with the tongue, but no more <laughs> usage of the thing, the heritage, all of that stuff we want to touch. Like Prince, like the artist formerly known as Prince. He became <laughs> Prince again. It right. is bizarre, yeah. and I think, uh, they, yeah. I, I think they announced it very, we, they should have just done it and not announced it. It's because one of those people, like, I felt like I lost a parent or something. But you've been, look, it's one of those things you exactly, you know, there was it was a meeting. And went, That's it not went, too hyperbolic, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little, you're weird. It's fine. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's one of those things where you sit in a room with like ten other people yeah. and you convince yourselves you're being brilliant. Like it'll help our SEO when people search for you know uh, Range Rover. It'll pop up higher on the search result. All this nonsense. Yeah, good idea. And then you announce it, and the entire world is like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> are you fucking nuts? It's, it's like, new Coke. So it's, wait, so yeah. so you you seem to know more about this uh, than I do. The retailers won't be called Land Rover dealers anymore. They'll be called JLR dealers. JLR. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they sell Jaguar. Jags and, and Range Rovers and Defenders and Discoveries. So, but the word Land Rover will be on the front grill. Maybe on some of them. It won't. I don't think it'll be on all of them. That's you know so what's going to be? You know That's what's going to be? Weird. You know how Jeep does trail rated. Yeah. So the trail rated badge. So if it has a Land Rover badge on it, it's the one that can really but go off road. Here's their I think massive it. miscalculation. Go ahead. We love that logo. Yeah. I, I desire the logo on shirts, keychains, things. It's insane. There are many times where I walk up to both of my Land Rovers and I look at it. I'll stop on the old Series 2A and see it on the grill there. And I see, I like looking at that green. I love it. It takes you right to the essence and the beginning the emotion, of the brand. The passion of the brand. The history. You see it all. You're exactly right, sir. Africa. The whole thing. This is yep. a mistake. Yep, of gargantuan proportions, and Spike's right. Nobody ever said I had a Land Rover, Range Rover. They say I have a Range Rover. They say I have yeah, a Defender. They that's say, fine. They say a cool Sport or a Range Rover Sport, but we know what the common thread is. It's, this is like Land Rolex Rover. saying we're just selling Submariner now. <laughs> Get rid of the Rolex. It's Tudor, look, we feel something when you say these words. We we aspire to, to buy a Land Rover, one of them. It's it's just it's one of, it's GM tried to do this. You remember like in two thousand and seven six? Yeah, they started putting GM badges on everything. Like you, you had a GM badge on the side of your Corvette. Nobody cared about it outside of like one room in Detroit. That's what? the opposite stupidity. But, stu <laughs> yeah. but similarly stupid. Yeah, yeah. And look, it, you know, it's, it's suddenly they went from having two products. They made a Land Rover and they made a Range Rover. Right. Fifty years or whatever. Now they have Discovery, Discovery Sport. They have you know three different Defenders. They have Range Rover, Range Rover Sport. Range Range Rover Evoke. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you Land Rover, Range Rover Evoke. What the hell is that? So they just, you know, I don't, I think they got to keep Land Rover, but Mercedes is running into this right now. You know, what, what did you drive last week? Oh, the Mercedes EQ, EQS SUV 580. Like, what a dumb name, you know? Yeah, but so, we all find a way to say these things. I agree. Like, you know, if I ask my neighbor, they go, yeah, that electric Mercedes SUV. Uh, uh, hey, it's I'm fine. totally, I'm just saying, again. But, they, but, but we grab onto the anchor of the name first, is my point. I drive a Mercedes. I drive a Land Rover. I drive a Porsche. I drive a Toyota. Whatever it is, we say, I drive a Kia. I the guess, model is not even, to most people, they don't even think about the uh, Well, I think it's- And especially the Acura people. They just don't care about cars. Yes. That's why they buy well, Acura. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm having, I'm having the brand manager on the other podcast. Oh, boy. You, you should slap him silly and go, you are not doing your job, RDX guy. Ooh, ooh, Come up ooh. with an idea. No, literally, I know I heard that factually. 
that Acura is the car for people who don't care about cars. Maybe that's why they're racing at Le Mans. Well, I know like they they dropped uh, the name. I know one of the reasons that everybody dropped. Like remember at the same time there used to be like a Cadillac Eldorado dropped. It's now a you know XTS or whatever the hell it was. Right. Uh, Legend Acura Legend became the whatever the RL. The reason was is because people would say, oh, yeah, my legend, or, oh, yeah, my Eldorado. They wouldn't say my Cadillac. And then with Mercedes, because they were always alphanumeric, you would never say, you would never say uh, my 500 SL. You would say my Mercedes. this is like last year. You're right about Prince. This is about people losing their last names. <laughs> it's like, you know, we, can, we all go by one name sometimes. Hey, but man. you don't get rid of the other name. That's right. I think it's ridiculous. Exactly right. I, I, I never... I know what a 560S. Everybody knew what a 560SL yeah, was, yeah. and we car all knew people it was a, did. Car no, people did. Everybody. But, but, but the housewife driving around Beverly Hills knew she had a convertible Mercedes. Yeah, okay, but it worked either way. Either way you wanted to do it was just fine. I try to always tell these people. I How say, would you feel if Porsche got rid of their name and just said we're going to have the 911 brand, the, the Panamera brand? It would You'd be lose insane. Your mind. Yeah, I'm not. Def- I'm explaining. I'm not defending. Just explain. Sounds like you're defending. No, it doesn't. It's fine to have a little uh, yeah. back and forth here. Because, because I would say this to people. I mean, Cadillac, you know, I'd say this all the time. I'd say, listen, like, who cares if they say my Eldorado? It's still, everyone knows it's a Cadillac. Right. You know, and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, but now they're bringing names back. Everyone's bringing names back. Acura brought back Integra, Cadillac, now the Lyric, the Celestic, whatever the next ones are going to be called. So, wow. All the, it's all this this MBA people trying to like you know outsmart the justify consumer. their paychecks. Well, that that too. Yeah, thank you. You said it better than me. You know, I uh, last week Jerry and uh, Zuckerman and I brought up this June eighth anniversary car, and that uh, triggered all the online sleuths and all all of my inside information guys started coming forth with ideas. And I heard two things, um, and this was last week. If you didn't listen, uh, that Porsche was going to be announcing a new thing on June 8th of this year, um, something that no one has talked about. Um, What I've since learned from my sources, two of them, that what they mean is something they have not talked about, not us or anybody (laughs) else. Exactly. They have not talked about. And my my source here on the West Coast said, this is the ST. This is the ST? That's what I'm hearing. Is is that what you're hearing, That's what I'm hearing. This is the ST, June 8th. Well, that's exciting. And then, yeah. But then somebody else... Oh, go ahead. Now, hold on. Yep. And the complete stranger, I I didn't even write his name down, but was very insistent that it could also be an all-new three-row SUV to compete with the Range Rover, formerly formerly the Land Rover. Bad idea. And the Volvo XC90. Well, that's coming, but I don't think that's June 8th. Yeah, why? That's not exciting. It's yeah, but that's that's definitely. But happening. we 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 had we had we were guessing it could be this halo card, could be something else. But but now we're hearing ST. I think it's which ST. is great. Yeah, I think the halo car is still a bit off, and that'll be like two thousand twenty four. What have you heard about that? Anything? Just that you know they're on you know they're German. They're on a ten year cycle. They announced the you know the nine eighteen in two thousand in two thousand fourteen, or what? Right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it is just, that when they announced it? I think they announced it before, way before that. It came out in fourteen. I yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, so I don't know, but I, I, I somebody told me it's the ST. Mm. Well, there you go. I had about six hundred uh, messages like, "What were Jerry and them talking about?" I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't there. It's the ST. That's how far it occurred. By the way, we had the ST, what, a year ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's something that's, but you see, what they fooled us with, but it's something that hasn't been talked about. And the ST has been talked about. That's just the way the information flowed to me over yes. the phone. And and now I realize it's something they haven't talked about. Yeah, they, they mean Porsche, the Porsche yeah, community. Yeah. We talked about. Yeah. We talked about the... And, the and somebody... somebody you know the old racer? I think his name's George Bailey. He used to race uh, Trans Am. No. He had an ST. I think that's his name. He was asking me if I had any connections at Porsche. He wanted to get an ST. <laughs> and I said, oh. I, I forwarded him off to Borgia. And they were like, we will not acknowledge that this car is coming, but... <laughs> Give us $50,000. <laughs> yeah, well, there's the some because check. he raced the ST back in the 70s, I think. And I know I have the name wrong. I think George Bailey is the guy from... Uh, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bailey something. Yeah. I also had a nanny named Bailey, but whatever. Um, anyway, let's talk about Zuckerman. You took delivery of your oh. 51. Oh, my God. Oh. 51, 356. What is it? Gamundi 
split window coupe. What is it? It, it is a 1951 356 split window. It was built in March of 1951. Mm -hmm. It's in fish silver blue. We've talked about it. And it's got channel body bumpers. Now, here's the history. But it got. we've talked about it. Okay. We've talked about it a couple times. It, got, it was delivered. It was delivered. And I got it. So, so what, go ahead, what day? And here's, here's what's fun. It's. On, it's a Friday, oh. and of course, I have the best asked, day. I've asked Cam, and I've asked Intercity. You're talking uh, about the Road Scholars. Yeah, Road, Road Scholars, Cam Ingram, who I bought the car from, uh, who restored it, and then R. It R. Was going, Bob. And then it was going. Uh, there was a, a, a shipper. I think it was Inter, Intercity. Um, who picks the shipper in that situation? The seller or the buyer? In this case, it was Cam because that was part okay, of the, the deal. seller. He was gonna, yeah, he was gonna ship it, and it's always somebody really good and enclosed. And I, right. will, I'm gonna compliment these people. They had put two car covers on the car. They were meticulous in how they took the car covers off and folded it exactly, precisely right, mm -hmm. so that the Outside would never touch the inside. They did it to both car covers, and the car came off as if it had been detailed two minutes before. Wow. But, but what they didn't do, and they probably didn't know to, was give me 24 hours notice. Right? So you <laughs> No, want, they never do that. They never do. <laughs> no, 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 so no, 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 no. I get a call. Who pays for the shipping anyways? You? It was probably built or into the it. price. or built however into the we, price. However right. we did it. And, uh, a trucker, truckers have the inability to call you. With it, it maybe within thirty minutes. It yeah. doesn't matter what part of the world they're, they're coming from. Like I'm at the bottom of your street. Right. Yeah, here I and am. So, I can't get up there. So, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, so I get a call Friday morning at Where breakfast, and the guy goes, "I'm in a place called Yorba Linda." I said, <laughs> "You are much. Uh, you okay? You're within spitting distance. You're going to be here in an hour." And Stop at the Nixon Library. Yes, and uh, I'm suing Check them, it by out. the way. <laughs> You're suing Nixon? The library. Well, well that's another story. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, something you happened there. <laughs> suing the library. I'm not suing Nixon. He's dead. But his library and foundation are, are well and, and going and hurting people. So, well, What about the Reagan Library, huh? Not yet, but it'll happen. <laughs> not yet. Unbelievable. Oh, well, I, I love it. just name a place and it's an <laughs> yeah, so remember we were going refrigerators, stove, banana peel, Nixon library, suing them. Yeah. I'm suing everybody. <laughs> the listeners, they're being sued. You've been you sued. name it. You name it. Oh, so, my God. Uh, so anyway. Um, what the hell happens at the Nixon library? People are just walking. They slip and they fall, right? Well, that's exactly what the happens when people broke. walk. <laughs> yes. As you listen to these Nixon tapes. <laughs> are you all right, ma'am? <laughs> the easiest thing in the do to win the world would be walking through the Nixon library. I mean, compared to sports or anything, even going in shopping. Okay. We, we got to send a pack of the, the document heads to the Nixon library. <laughs> just, Nixon library, just like anywhere else, might not maintain its property in a safe and reasonable but condition. They don't even let you bring food into the Nixon library. They have been outside on the walkway, ah, which I was see. in poor repair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's yeah, a portrait so, in here somewhere okay so okay back to the story it, it is stunningly beautiful you saw it yesterday and i'm gonna say it's the best looking car it's I gorgeous have. yeah it's beautiful i i i gotta i i'm so in love with it I but did it, it drive so this yes. is you know this is the thing that you do, a lot of people don't do, is you buy cars that you don't drive, and then you drive them for the first time, and that can be very disappointing. Yes. And, and what was it like? You sat in it. Were you nervous? No, I got in it. I was nervous because it's got non-synchro gears, and I'd never experienced that. So here's the first thing I did. I put the key in. I turned it. I turned it a quarter of the way, right. which I thought was on, and then I pressed the starter button, which works. In fact, the starter button works whether you have the key in or yeah. not. Wow, so that's I cool. So I hit this start, starter button, and I'm like, 
motherfucker, this car's not starting. It's not starting. It's not starting. <laughs> panic. And I'm about to panic and really, you know, weep. I'm right in front of, I'm right in front of the uh, McLaren dealership, and there's a nice guy Barrett there who who works there, who came out, introduced himself, and said, "I'm going to film you driving away." So oh, of course uh, the pressure's on, and the car's not going. And fortunately, the um, the guy who delivered it says, you got to try, see if the key will turn anymore. Try this. And of course, I turned it and it, and it came right to life. And it's one of the first 1300 uh, sized engines. It sounds very VW with a hint of Porsche or Porsche with a hint of VW. You'll have to hear it. It starts up. It makes a great I know the sound because I was just in the car with uh, Rod Emery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That old racer. And it's got a Volkswagen. It's amazing. Um, transmission so you push down you yeah. push down to get into reverse if you ever take a ferris you got to make sure the okay. clutch is all the way to the floor it can't right. even be an eighth of an inch off the floor it will not enter reverse so you push down you go to the left and down um you know what's really fun about that car is it's hilariously primitive yeah like you sit in it the shifters a little too close to the driver's seat all the little tweaks that they made to make yeah. the 356 perfect by 1965 right. right it's the start of the story exactly and you can see how they kind of widened out push things back a little yeah. you, you know you got to squeeze your legs under the steering you wheel and it's got a very low hood it's got a, a very, very yeah, low yeah. roof line and it feels teeny too. it feels teeny compared it's to a, a 356 bar. yeah and it doesn't have any side view mirrors it just has a rear view mirror that's fine and then it gets going i'm not going to say it's it's at all fast compared because no, it's not it's not fast it's but 40, it's gorgeous it's 46 horsepower i got it on the freeway i got 71 miles an hour wow. in it i was i was cooking how did you take the double clutching uh you know i still have not mastered the downshift the upshift is easy the downshift i did not get one, I have not gotten one smooth downshift, no matter how hard I've tried yet. It just, just crunches. It's it, just practice. It though. crunches, and of course, they're indestructible. So uh, Double clutching doesn't help. I tried, but I'm, I'm not timing the RPM. Yeah, right. you got to you gotta goose the gas and then let out the clutch. It's just a little no, bit No, but that. Jerry also said there's no real way to do it. They grunt the gears grind and they just get yeah. used to it. And so, uh, anyway, I drove it. I First, I drove it in traffic home to Bald, Baldwin Hills. Right. And I got a lot of people going, oh my God, I stopped at Whole Foods to get some food and I parked it next to what what is known as some you know Toyota compact car and it was a quarter of the size of, yeah, oh, of, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. of that. And then I drove it home and I realized you could put three of these in a two car garage easily. Wow. Yeah. They're that they're that small. Um so I am, beautiful. I am in love with it. I, Are you going to bring it up to Pebble Beach? Is that what you would bring up this year? In theory, I could do that. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Let's bring that up. Yeah. I'll just be your passenger. You you can operate the signal, the directionals, <laughs> which is on the top of the dash in the center. It's yeah. a little switch left to right. It's We're, absolutely charming car. Wow. Well, and the radio works. Wow. And, and so it's got that telephone, and it, it, there's little... On the dial indicates if you want to get in, in Frankfurt Station or Essen or Berlin, or you want to listen to the Vatican. Well, I, I do I, want to listen to the Vatican. I want to, listen to the Vatican. <laughs> I want to tune in the Pope, or sure. and uh, it's so it's so uh, it works. If the radio functions, obviously, it's getting whatever stations are here as opposed to what was yeah, Germany yeah. at the time. Uh, it's it's a wonderful car, and it it's is a incredibly drive. Primitive and and fifty one means they just left Gemander and Zuffenhausen, yes. so that's like the first, first five hundred. The, the first wow. they, they contracted with Reuter to build five hundred steel body cars. Wow. They didn't know how long it would take. They started it, seven man teams would build each car. They started doing one a day, and by the end they were doing two a day. Wow! And then of course they won their class at Le Mans, right. and then and then they took off. Wow! Yeah, I got to see this thing. When you're inside, and I pointed this out to Spike, I, I got in and I'm wondering, why is the floor so flexible? You see what they've done? they got carpet. Underneath the carpet is a piece of plywood that sits on top of the, uh, the, the floor pans. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got. 
So I'm thrilled. I couldn't be more happy with the oldest. Quoted. The oldest yeah. Porsche. I drove a '53. That it was that America Roadster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just still think that's one of the greatest cars I've ever driven. It was just such a great car. So I'd love to drive something even older. You know, just I, I just love the simplicity of it. So, but I, I drove then the '59 Carrera, and in that short eight years space, yeah, the Carrera is a high tech. <laughs> yeah. Rocket ship yeah. light years ahead of the right. fifty one. It is it seventy is. horsepower or something like that. No, 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 no. It's hundred and ten. Hundred hundred. Uh maybe hundred ten and double and, the power. Yeah. And yeah, it really moves. It's really solid. The windows don't rattle in the frames. Um yeah, it's just a much different car. That's so amazing though. So I'm thrilled. Couldn't be happier Good for Thank you, you Cammy. Well bought. <laughs> well purchased with your money. <laughs> yes, yes, good sir. We're uh we're gonna be up in Pebble Beach. I just moved the show to I think to eleven thirty Saturday. Uh Pebble Beach, which is what? The fourteenth or the twentieth? I can't remember. What month? August. August or September? August. August. August, 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 August. Rent Sport is after that. Yeah. Um but we'll be doing our show again live with any combination of you guys. I think me, Johnny, Zuckerman had committed, Matt Farrer considering, Jerry considering. Um, but but everybody will probably show up. Then we have a meet and greet this year. We do? Where we hand out heads. <laughs> I told them we just handed out heads from the stage last year. Yeah, that, fun. That's fine. That was, that was, that was enough us, meeting. There might be more meeting. <laughs> Why don't we get a triple head of the three of us like Mandy, Moe, and Jack? Did you see Dear Zuckerman's little uh, social media yes. this morning? Yeah, it was good. I really I enjoyed it. it. I missed yes. it. It's uh, it was a TikTok that started with a Zuckerman head and with some you know EDM music and then it goes on to the Mount Rushmore and Zuckerman's head appears and then Statue <laughs> of Liberty Zuckerman's head. I meant to text him, but I'll just message him this way. Just yeah. uh, make one of those a week with lots of famous faces. I would I'll repost those every time. They're very I pleasing it. and I they they're currently you do two, but you need to do at least four and end with the best one five. That. Oh wait! No, I, I now, Moise, you can't him. talk unless you're on the microphone. No one, no one can hear you. But Moise has a question. <laughs> have you met Dear Zuckerman? <laughs> the first question. No, I haven't. I not. had breakfast with him in Miami. He's a very pleasant young man. He's he's like a psychology student or something. Yes, he, he needs yeah. a psychiatrist. <laughs> he needs a psychiatrist. <laughs> Johnny, what are you driving right now? Oh, just my Alfa Romeo. Nothing, nothing exciting. You, nothing. Moment. I've got. I got no press cards at the moment. Really? Yeah. Nothing to review. What are we going to talk about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we can ask. We can ask Paul questions. No, Paul, <laughs> I. Uh, are you suing Macy's? I'm suing you. <laughs> I have sued Macy's quite a few times. <laughs> Who've you sued more, J.C. Penney or Macy's? J.C. Penney. <laughs> you know they what I'm about? They went bankrupt, so that's a problem. <laughs> I'm about to get that new Ferrari, that that uh, two nine six. Oh, now that's, that's a coming car. Uh, Tuesday. I see, okay, so somebody was asking me this the other day. Like, what car do you want uh, Spike and Paul to be driving? I was afraid I was talking to, and I was like, I think Paul, you would really, if you bought a new Roma, I think that is such a you car, the new Ferrari Roma. Really? And, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just. I mean, I love the Roma. Yeah. I'd but I don't Zuckerman. see him driving the Roma. See, I think I think he'd like it. I think he'd like it. And then I, you, I think if you drive this two nine, I'd I'd love to know what you think of it. I'm gonna love it. Well, I, I mean, love new Ferraris. I love. Yeah, but the, this is better than this is this is next the, the, level. My favorite new Ferrari is the Pista. I have not driven anything as good as, as that. So yet. this is that type of handling with 200 extra horsepower. Wow. You know what I mean? I drove the Roma. Look at, oh, <laughs> look at Luis. I drove the Roma. <laughs> and? Great speed, too long in front, and you can't look out the back. Did you? But who did wants you, to look out the back? I like to look out the back. What are you looking at? And I, I need mirrors. I don't trust the camera. Wait, wait, hold on. Don't give the mic back. Did you Did you ruin the Roma in some way? You have a no. reputation with everybody for leaving food in cars. He's going to say no. He doesn't know what he did. He could have destroyed every corner of the car. He doesn't know. He could pass a lie detector test. You still, to this moment, you have not explained how you put a hole in the front of a GT2 I RX. can't explain it either, but I imagine somebody came at night and put a hole in it. That's not what the co-owners of okay, that so, car want. So the front is too long and you cannot see out of the back. <laughs> what about the... Uh, you know, we went and looked at a car yesterday, Zuckerman. Yes, we did. Yeah, what, what, it was a 280CE Mercedes 1970 with a little yeah. manual Ooh, gearbox. And a, it was a four-speed. Kind of like Moises' car. Yeah. Moises is what year? He's got a... 71. He's got a 71. But you got a high hood. He's got a high hood. Yeah. Well, you have... Your pontoons are bigger. 
Uh, so it's a different appearance. If you're looking down the front of the car, you're more classic Mercedes, and the low hoods have have a much different um, appearance from inside the car. It looks truncated, and the pontoons on the right and left are much smaller. It really looked cool. Zuckerman knows a lot about these Mercedes. He and I, so Dude. he was rearranging his car, so I went down there with James, and we hung out and threw bananas on the roof of his hangar. <laughs> and then we took the Range Rover to Santa Monica Airport, and, and they had put this Mercedes in there, and we, we took a look at it and Zuckerman and I took a really lovely drive around the airport all the way around the runway the the look of, of the hood what are they called I was I, I was oh, caught so off guard by how much I like this car. yes it's called a low grill a low grill yeah and, low hood. and the car it had a bunch of miles on it but it but it drove well. The suspension was perfect. So what people engine. don't get is that until 1977, every Mercedes was hand built, especially that caliber of Mercedes. So it's just it's such a like a well made vehicle, just this, incredibly I, I well made. I talked to them about about the car, and uh, you know, we, I think we have. The, did you did you check it out at all? I had not had a chance, but I will talk to the people who I believe have also looked at it. And then you know, after I left, I was go, picking up one of the kids driving back up to my house. There was another one for sale down a the street one. from me, sitting sitting out on the sidewalk with a for sale sign. Kismet. And oh. that one had the, uh, the column the, shifter. Column shifter. Yeah. It was dark blue, same interior, but with the Mexico Becker Mexico radio. What year would that one? That w- same year. Okay. What's interesting? What's interesting about the low hood is oh, that it's a force. Are there that many of them just floating around? That no, but they're in. But you're in the you neighborhood yeah. that would have one of <laughs> yeah. these things. I can't. I mean, I drove around that little rotary there, and I can't. I was. I told James, I go. That car will be gone by the time I come it, back here in ten minutes. This neighborhood, that car. Jesus. It's bizarre that it was right there. Uh, it's really rare to have a four speed. Well, you could special order a four-speed or a five-speed ZF. This transmission was like butter. It was really great. It's a four-speed, and it really helps the performance of the car. It's 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 just it's not slouchy, but it's just very Mercedes as it's appropriately powerful. So, I, Mercedes so, didn't have a decent automatic transmission until like 2010. Does Mercedes have a power window in that year? Yes. Yeah. And this I is, mean, so, and, and and also I know they have power windows. I'm in a power top. No. They don't have a power. No. Everything's always manual. Yeah. Okay. What's this car that we drove must have been a Euro car spike because it had it had crank windows, no AC, no radio, and the four speed. That's yeah. that's, oh, that's so European. That screams European. Or like a Navy pilot or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's not an American car with a car with power <laughs> windows. <laughs> Moise, Moise is, you're killing us. Moise is taking pictures. Of I'm that. in my Sunday worst. Yeah. Moise, we'll take a picture after the podcast on the tennis court. We have tennis just rackets. his picture this week. Huh? Just his picture. Can we hit, him, can we hit Moise yes. with tennis rackets? Yeah. No, so, Moise is playing. He's playing really well. He played really good tennis. Oh, no, just for the picture. Can we hit yeah. him with rackets? Sure. I'll hit you with rackets. We can just we hit can yourself with yeah, rackets. But you get, uh, I was actually very hypnotized by that car, Zuckerman. You, I really enjoy When it. you get into it, you really feel like something. I don't know how you would use it. Moise, you have one of those cars, right? You have this. Uh, do you take your car out to drive? Take his microphone. Uh, I don't drive it very often, but when I do, I enjoy it. <laughs> Where do you drive it? Mostly to Malibu and back. How's yeah. the view out the rear? Oh, perfect. It's a, it's a convertible. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> do you ever ruin that car? Have you ever hurt it? Nope. I don't drive it enough to hurt it. You let me drive it. I took it to the tennis club and back. I remember floating down the 405 with my family. It was so nice. It was like being on a really comfortable old couch. Yeah, it's very comfortable. Man, yeah. if you think old Porsches are expensive, where do you start restoring old Mercedes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every night every vintage Mercedes is going to be 3 to 400,000 dollars no matter what no matter is. what. No matter yeah. going down to 280SL, they all cost the same. Really? I just remember yeah. just to do the work. Just to do the work, the craftsmanship, the parts and the Classic the- Center. I mean, I remember being at the Classic Center in Germany in Fellbach and they had a 600 or Pullman 600 oh. which is, you know, the ultimate and I was like, "What? How much are you charging for this restoration?" That they've been—they told me it's like eighteen months or something. They've been working on it, and they were like, "It's a million euros." And this was like thirteen years ago. But that's a Pullman. Yeah, a but Pullman. a million euros for for that, and it's you know it's only worth half a million when it's done. But it's—I mean—it's most incredible car ever made. I drove one. Fantastic, just fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Hydraulic everything. Yeah, hydraulics everything. Hydraulic yes. windows. Wow. <laughs> 
that's big. It's hey, what happened to your Rivian the other day? Why, why were you posting about that? Oh, they, they had another recall, and people, whenever there's a Rivian, anything that happens with a Rivian, I get a call about it. And and there was a recall that was it was like bring your truck in to make sure that the air the passenger airbag sensors connected right. So I get there, and uh, you know it was at the service center, and there was like nowhere to park. So I kind of double parked illegally, and I, I walk up, I hand the key to the guy, I go, hey, I'm here for the recall. Do you want me to repark it? He goes, nah, it's gonna take two minutes. Leave it there. He takes my key, walks over to it, and he's he's saying like. We put in software where we can tell if it needs the recall or not, but because it's right. federal, we have to physically clear it by hand. We have to say, like, okay. You know what I mean? You can't just, they can't do it. They, they could tell that I didn't need it remotely, but I physically have to bring it in so they can hit clear. And that's what he did. Yeah, and then I that, drove away. Yeah, I know. And then, every, but you know what I mean? The people are like, and is I said, I, going back? I, I had a recall on the Tesla. Yeah. And people were like, we don't care. Oh, <laughs> and it was just a software update. Right. Like we woke up and it had already updated. Right. That was the recall. Right. It wasn't such a big deal. I know, but, but people, you know, they get so hysterical. And then, you know, there's all these, you know, look, I, I, not that I'm in this boat, but, you know, if you're a, a, a tech car writer or like a, you know, Wall Street writer, you got to write somebody's yeah, failing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there's all, all these things like, you know, Rivian's going down in flames. And it's like, <laughs> and I read it. And the first thing the guy says, I don't think they're very good looking. That's his first reason why they're not going to make it. And is I'm anybody like, struggling? Do you think? I mean, is Lucid struggling? Because Lucid struggling. To, I talk to Lucid owners. They're like, I'm, I'm tired of this. The problems. They're yeah. beautiful. They Lu have such a beautiful presence. Lucid struggling. The, the thing with Lucid is they got the Saudi Arabian sovereign wealth fund behind them. Right. So like that, that they got all the money there is. Rivian still got like 13 billion in cash, and you know they've already made 40,000 vehicles. They're on pace this year to do over 50,000. Um, they're fine. They're going to be fine. Zuckerman's <laughs> throwing right. garbage on me. So anyways, it was it was a nothing burger, but just because of like the amount of communication I get, like there was a recall, as if no car has ever been recalled. Like I think <laughs> somebody was- Every car has been recalled. Well, you like, made like, a comment about that. Like just because one Tesla catches fire and how many how many cars are catching fire a year? I want to say in the U.S., 185,000 vehicle fires a year. If you look <laughs> at Motor Trend, we have an article going up, I think, Monday or Tuesday about this. Uh, but I think 185,000 vehicles a year catch fire. Catch fire. Oh, Five of them are Teslas. <laughs> Five are Tesla. And but then we looked Five up, are Tesla. If that. But then we looked up the rates. Right. So gasoline cars, they have a 1% shot of catching on fire. EVs, 0.3%. So you're three times as more likely to catch on fire right. with gasoline than an EV. But again, you know, the Tesla just, it just sucks in eyeballs. Zuckerman, Tesla you must have fire. been excited. Speaking of fires, Tom Sawyer Island burned down at Disney World <laughs> last night. Is, is Disney World here or Disneyland? This is Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. They have Tom Sawyer's Island and there's a dragon that breathes fire and the whole thing exploded last night. It was a false flag operation. <laughs> Republican operatives. No, it, I'm saying this. this is the whole island burned down. This wow. is probably going to have some clients Monday Nobody morning. Nobody was there at night. <laughs> no, they are no, no, there. No, they night. are there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Licensed in Florida. Oh, what no, a no, shame. Here. No, here. here. Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wake me up. Yes. This is a dollar sign over his head. I think it's here. Maybe it's Florida. But I think it, I thought I read that it was here. And people got hurt? I, I'm sure. <laughs> Emotional trauma of some kind when the dragon bursts into flames. And you're and on the, a two-week kids trip are screaming. Indiana yeah. Disney. I'm sure that Nothing, things have, Nothing's as bad as that three-year-old kid getting dragged. Okay, hold on. Hold on. What? 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 You, know, you remember a year or two ago, the crocodile came out of the pond oh, yeah. and took the kid in? No. That's a, in I don't Florida. want to talk about that. That's awful. That's awful. That's truly awful. Yeah. Well, but who do you sue there? The alligator? You know, the parents actually, did, I don't think they did anything because, yes. well, obviously, obviously, no, Disneyland. Zuckerman. Oh, it was at Disneyland. Yeah, you can't harbor. Oh, my God. I, sometimes I really don't understand how people can live in Florida with the gators around like that. It's wild. You know, you see them on the golf course. You see them on the social media. It's just like there's murder lurking. In their eyes. It, yeah, just what, beneath the surface, right? They I grabbed drew, an old lady the other day. They <laughs> just <laughs> rolled her over. Why does that make you laugh? <laughs> how do those two... Okay, how does an old lady get close to a gator? How does her dog, get close to the... Her dog went by the and she saw the gator coming... <laughs> And she tried to get her dog out of the way. Or she, and they grab her butt, and then they roll them, and then you're, you know, you're in trouble. When I was the gators she, rolling you underwater. Did she perish? I don't know. Maybe I'm when I drove the Bugatti on the runway in Florida. How do you get? Yeah, they're like, 
you know, uh, make sure you do this, make sure you don't do this, and watch out for gators. If you hit a gator at 250 miles an hour, <laughs> it's a real pro- I'm like, what? They go, yeah. And then we're sitting there by the gate, because there's a gate to get in, and they're like, we saw like a 10-foot gator right here. We're wow. driving out. I saw like seven gators just, just right there. It's insane. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Have you ever sued a gator? <laughs> have I not had a gator incident yet? What animals have you sued? <laughs> we, <laughs> Do you remember the story of the cat jumping? You have it, yeah. He's got a lot of cats, a lot of dog stories, lots of dogs. Cats clawing horse faces off. Yep. Horses. Well, I've, I've, okay, people have called me. Will you, a horse bit my finger off. Lady, <laughs> did you? Lady. Wait, really? Yeah, but I I didn't take the case because. But I mean, so you shouldn't feed a horse carrots. I've always if, thought you could feed a horse and you, cows okay, things without you the palm. Your like palm this, to the not oh, like this. Yeah, but it, she went. She put her finger. Oh to touch. Jesus! He didn't know if it was a finger or a carrot. Horses are dumb. You've said that. Yeah, right glassy-eyed off. dinosaurs. Yeah, and I said, lady, have you been around horses? Did anyone tell you what to do? Uh, it's not a house pet. It's not a dog. It's a horse. Big did it teeth. eat? The, did it eat the finger? It did not. They're vegetarian. But they could not put it back on. It spit it out. Yes. And there it was. And they the tried hay. to put it back on. And it wouldn't take. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't take. <laughs> Your horse bitten finger won't take, ma'am. I'm sorry. Have you sued what... a pig? Go see Zuckerman. We'll get you some no compensation pig, no for that. No chickens. Have you no. sued a cow? That's good money, though, I would guess, if you lose a finger, right? Oh, yeah, big money. We've had the- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, big money. Big money. Toyota money, or are we talking 51 Porsche money? Depends what here? you do with it. But, yeah, you could get, uh, you could get you, You're going to get a car if you handle it right. I, I've been called by people, somebody, somebody living next door to me, his parrot is driving me crazy. But I, His I parrot? The parrots, the cockatoos, they're driving me nuts, and I can hear in the background screeching. But I, but I, I didn't take that case. <laughs> Porsche! Yeah. See, my dad would just take a BB gun and just shoot it and then be, become a problem. My dad's solution to every neighbor problem was the BB gun. Not a bad problem. He didn't know how to shoot it, though. I mean, a guy didn't even know how to handle a BB gun. But, you know, talking to your neighbors isn't always successful, so I can't fault him (laughs) for for that strategy. Moise, don't disappear. We're going to take a picture of you in your tennis shorts. We're almost done here. We're at the uh, 46-minute mark, 45-minute mark. And it's it's an easy little show today. No advertisers. Very simple, short show. Everybody's busy. We've enjoyed spending some time with you. It's been good. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I got to thank the guys at Horror Straps, though, for sending me a bunch of great straps, which I'm wearing yeah, one right that looks now good. for my Swatch Omega. They're perfect. They I, sent me a ton, too. They're awesome. Is it Mark? Mark? He's wonderful. He he knows exactly the right stuff for these watches. And, uh, man, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he sent I, me I, some. I, I mean, it's just today I'm on the tennis court, play for an hour, doing this thing. I won't take this watch off. And then I'll, I'll wear this rubber strap now all summer. I, f- I forgot to put it on, but I, I'm, I'm wearing an orange horse strap on a dive watch I have on the yeah. end. They're yeah. Great. And then the other uh, watch I got was that uh, Hodinkee Special Edition Zenith. Oh, yeah. So so can you tell us about our our, uh, our Hodinkee deal? They're just back in. We can call them be like, watch me up. They can watch you up. All right. I'm on it. Well, uh, I, it's through Crown and Caliber. It's the guys yeah. over there. Um, I used to have a thing with them before. They're uh, the biggest uh, pre-owned watch seller. They're, and they're wonderful. They were purchased by Hodinkee. I bought a watch that I reviewed. It's the dumbest thing I've ever done. But I bought an IWC. You know, and I, I'm so close to buying this watch, this dumb watch. I know. Don't do it. It. I opened it up and I looked at it. And I remember when this, it's a salmon dial. First of all, it's not salmon dial, but it's a. It's just that, that color. But you open it up and it feels like a Daytona right away. It's 30, I think 38 millimeters. Forgive me if Yeah, no, you said it was 38 in your post. Small. And it feels like a vintage Rolex, but it's not. It's It's available. It's not expensive. You should buy it. You should buy it. Now that I I, 300 of them. Yeah, buy it. What What are you even waiting for? 
But you know that feeling you get when you see something new that you haven't seen before and you open it and you have it in your hands and you go, oh my God, where have you been? Mm -hmm. That was this watch. I, that's how I felt about this IWC. Yeah. And then and I bought it and it broke twice. And mm -hmm. Crown and Caliber, like, you know, I mean, yeah, I have a little bit better communication with them, but no questions asked, fixed each time. They're the best. Yeah, yeah fantastic. They're, they're, they're the best. But you should buy that watch. All right. Yeah. There you go. Done. <laughs> Can I do a shout out? Yeah, whatever you want. My friend Mitch Hooper, today, an hour ago, okay. won World's Strongest Man 2023. <laughs> All right, the Mitch. The Moose from Canada. Congratulations. Yeah. Was that was that on ABC's Wide World it'll, of Sports? It'll be on C <laughs> CBS. It'll be... It'll be it's, it's televised. No. This they, is a real thing. They film it, and then they, and it'll show up in September. But it was like... It was... It, wow. It's like social media, you find out. They want to try and keep it a secret. It's... They're like 10 years behind the curve. But anyways, yeah. What was the great wide world of sports line? The agony and the def and of defeat. <laughs> but it, 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 yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wow. been about 700 years since I thought about that. But anyways, yeah. Go Mitch. All right. Well, there you go. Can we make Moise reviewing cars a, a feature? Like, yeah, I we can't can. work it. Hey, what do you think of that car? I couldn't work it. You give him the mic. What do you What do you drive right now, Moise? Go ahead, give him the microphone. He'll review. He drives a Porsche Cayenne. Oh. Go ahead and re review the Porsche Cayenne for us. I like it a lot. How's How's the visibility out the back? It works. You can look out the back. You can look out the front. Hood's Easy not to too park. long. Not too fast. Tell us about the buying process with our friend Dean. <laughs> no, 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 no. What do you like? What What do you like about it? What What are it your? Just feels sturdy. Give us the Give us the pros and then the cons. Feel sturdy. Okay. Fast enough. Yep. And then when I put on sports mode, it's even faster. Yes, it, it is. Turns nicely. Yes. I feel very safe in it. That's good. What are your cons? What don't you like about it? Like you mentioned before, it's a little too rounded in the back. I wish it was more square. Ooh. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. All right. Luis on cars. Lo, the, the clothing designer. Is that what your title is? What is your title? <laughs> clothing designer slash manufacturer. <laughs> so he's in the he's got, he's got like an NPR voice. It's very calm and very relaxing. I'm you Carl, haven't heard him yell. I'm Carl Kessel. But we call that the schmata business, yes. right? He's, he's in he's rags. A, he, sell, he makes himself hangers, they would say. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. It's been nice meeting with you on this fine Wednesday. And uh, next week, we'll be back with an even better show. So see you then. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.